When I'm gone, I truly hope that the memory of me is so ingrained in the people that I loved that it doesn't need to be spoken. But if someone were to speak of me after my death, I would hope that they'd say he savagely and passionately loved the Lord and his family. He treated everyone he met with dignity and kindness. For my wife, I would hope that she would say that I loved her as Christ loved the church and set the standard for our daughter and son as to what a man should be. That he taught us to love, to pray, to be grateful for everything. He never started a fight, he finished many. For my friends, I would hope that they would say there was never a drive too long or a time of day too inconvenient where he wouldn't show up and be there for me. I would think that they would recognize I was sinful, virtuous, proud, humble, and like those I loved, saved by God's grace, covered in the blood of Christ. And they'll be looking forward to seeing me in heaven one day. Where do I go? Where will I be? It's who I am. What will they see? Maybe I pray. Yeah. At the end of my days. Yeah. What will I say? What will they say? What's up, guys? Welcome back to What Will They Say? Um, I just appreciate, as always, all you guys' support and the feedback. Just keep it coming. Um, what we can keep doing, uh, start doing, maybe stop doing better. Um, stop doing to get better. Um, but as always, I just ask you to subscribe to it and share to it. Again, as we just push, all push each other to get better in, uh, in different areas and different concepts and just learning, trying to learn from each other. Um, we got new stuff coming next week uh, from a guy named Mike up in the great state of Ohio. Man, the guy um, is incredible, and he's walking through something right now um, that I don't think any of us could ever imagine. But just seeing how um, strong he is, uh, but it's also not just some sort of uh, fake armor he's putting up. It's just real. And so uh, I can't wait to learn from him and um, just kind of share him with the world as far as there's just, like I said, so much to gain from his wisdom and uh, strength. Uh, like I said, we got some other new stuff coming up that we'll allude to next week um, as we just try to put out one thing a week. Um, so this week is just kind of the meat of just a, a word we got. And if you're driving in your car, wherever it is, just somewhere you can listen for a couple minutes and just dial in. Uh, like I said, it'll be a, a little little shorter. And this week, I've just been thinking about dark places, right? Um, I think we think of darkness and dark places as... Um, those anxieties, those kind of deep pits of our mind um, where things just get kind of gloomy. Things get kind of um, dark. You start buying into some of the lies you're, you're telling yourself. And your biggest enemy, I think, is almost in between your ears. And it can, it can knock you off your feet, uh, for sure. I know that. And the other part of this though is this darkness that i that i'm talking about i think there's two types there's the one where this uncontrollable that hits you in the face and you didn't see coming and it's nothing you did maybe it's someone or maybe it is something you did or maybe it's something that somebody did to you but um it hurts like hell and it knocks you off your feet and you don't really know where to go for a minute but the second part of it is how many of us actually walk into that darkness voluntarily open the door to the gates of hell and, and step right in and, and try to learn something and that's what I'm talking about today is those dark places that we choose to go to um, that we need to go to to learn and kind of get to the bottom of our brain a little bit and uh, learn who we are 
And then when the storm comes, when real storms come in life, the ones we can't control, we're more prepared. And so the thought of this is it's like, it's like a storm, I think. Um, and when the storm hits, how prepared are we going to be? And, you know, what's interesting to me is we have the same mind and the same body that we had 300, 500, a couple thousand millions of years now. We've had the same mind and the same body, but in softer conditions in which we live. And inherently, I think that has made us weak. My, I mean, I'm including myself in this. It's made us weak emotionally, spiritually, but most importantly for this sake is, is physically. We become soft. And when I think we live in a world where it's almost like you wake up and you go to work, you eat lunch, get your little bologna sandwich in, then you go home, you watch your Netflix show, and you go to sleep, and you wake up, and you do it all over again. And it's that mundaneness and that softness, I think, that can um, drill up our anxieties and our fears and our lies that we tell ourselves um, when I think we all know we're not really made for that. And I think you couple that with a world where we have dopamine hits within an, a foot of ourselves all the time, if not in our back pocket or front pocket, in that phone. We're scrolling through, whether it's pornography or social media or a website or something you're trying to buy, but there's always that quick hit of dopamine. And it's easy to, to draw into that, I think. And so what I want to do is kind of try to knowingly every single day is do the opposite of that. Do the opposite of the easy thing every single day. Subject ourselves to dark places of our mind and our body where we want to quit. Where we're pushing ourselves so hard physically that your mind says, no, 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 dude, you got to back off. Time to back off. Time to pull. Time to pull. Time to quit. And when you get to that place, when you step in that place where you want to quit, science tells you you're only 40% of the way there from your actual um, red line where you're, where you're giving it all you got. You're only 40% of the way there. But I think we tend to get that pain and myself included, I, I pull back and I, and I quit. And what I'm challenging us to do is to push through that, to push through that. When that little voice in your head says, it's time to stop, say, get in the back seat, buddy. We're rolling. We're going to be doing this. And I find that they, some people might call it the runner's high. I find once you break through that wall, that's when you start to learn who you really are. That's when you start to learn you're capable of way more than you think you're capable of. And I, I'm not suggesting this either from a physical standpoint to look a certain way, or you got to be 2% body fat or a body fill, bodybuilder, <laughs> a body filler. <laughs> Shoot, I go to Chipotle. I'm a body filler, that's for sure. But a bodybuilder, excuse me. And it's not about the physical appearance, but it's more about the physical work that helps you get to the emotional appearance in yourself, in your spiritual awareness, and and how you become um, almost 100% of yourself or close to it. I don't, I don't know that we'll ever get there, but I think you gain the victory in doing the things you don't want to do in that small moment. And so what I'm challenging us to do is every single day is to do something physical, do something hard, but not just that. Push your body to the to the point where it wants to quit, and it's telling you to stop. And like I said, tell that little buddy to get in the back seat, because um, there's a resistance here in our lives. And I think some people tend to think of this resistance that it comes and goes. Satan's testing me today. You know, um, temptation is striking me today. Oh gosh, maybe tomorrow is going to be tough because of this. And I think that's all 
partially true but partially a lie because i believe the resistance that we have is something that's on us all the time it's like an undercurrent of the ocean it's always going to pull you back away from shore the matter the fact of the matter is you're going to swim against it or you're going to let it just lay on your back do your belly breaths and float away so i'm telling us to fight to knowingly swim back to shore and there's a great book and the recommendation i was going to have um, at least every other week for books is but this week is the war of art by stephen pressfield and he talks about the resistance, and it's something that's always pushing against you. It's not; it doesn't come and go; it doesn't ebb and flow. And on page on one of these pages here, I wrote down. So he talks about procrastination is one of the types of forms of resistance that we all face, right? I'll start tomorrow, like they said in um, what was it, Rudolph, Felicia, whatever her name was. Um, there's always tomorrow, but she's a liar too. It's oh, there's only today. And so, in one of his book, it says we don't just put off our lives today. We put them off till our deathbed. Again, I'll repeat that because it's it's hot and heavy, boy. We don't just put off our lives today. We put them off till our deathbed. Never forget, this very moment we can change our lives. There was never a moment and never will be when we are without the power to alter our destiny. Or I like to think we are never without the power to alter our legacy. This second, we can sit down and do our work. Or in this, in this situation, I think, is this second we can get up and go to work, do the work, do the hard stuff. Um, there's, that, there's that brain of ours. Again, it's our biggest ally and our biggest enemy where it'll tell you, hey, man, just go to that website, son, or, you know, have another drink. It'll, it'll at least bring you peace for a little while, at least over this weekend where you try to reconcile going back to work on Monday. Just have another drink. Like I said, that Bambi from Rudolph, wish I had her name right judy or something but she said there's always tomorrow or start tomorrow or just keep scrolling or just buy this it'll 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 make you feel better or the one of the best ones i think is hey at least you aren't like him at least you didn't do that you're not that bad or you could be in worse shape and so here's the call do something physical every single day get your mind to that dark place where you start to learn about yourself and things start to open up for you so work out, run a marathon, book a marathon, book a race, register, like I said, register for a race and then and get your mind towards it because I think the journey is also more important than the destination. F3 is a great resource to start in the mornings. There's a bunch of guys that will help push you. I think one thing's simple too and I don't do this enough. When you get in the shower, turn that water as cold as it goes and see how long you can withhold it. You see how long you can stand that storm, that pain. That voice telling you to quit. How far can you put him in the back seat? Put that voice in the third row of the back seat. Hell, put him in the trunk. Because our minds are controlled. Don't let your brains and your initial quick instincts tell you what to do. Because the storm will come. That devil's going to whisper for you to quit. That, that little demon's going to tell you you can't handle the storm. And that's when you look right back at him and tell him, I am the storm. Where do I go? What will I be? It's who I am. What will they see? Maybe I pray. Yeah. At the end of my days, yeah. What will they say? What will they say?